From the Ron McKeefery Podcast Network, I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Coach Zeller talks to us about how intermixing sports in the weight room can lead to respect and positivity amongst athletes, the importance of pressing pause and reflecting on whether your job is right for you, and why you should maintain a mentality of don't give them an excuse not to hire you when you're going through the application process. All this on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Perch delivers velocity-based training, no strings attached. Perch was engineered at MIT and uses compact 3D cameras to monitor and manage weight room performance without being a distraction. Perch is a VBT built for the 21st century. Attach Perch to any weight rack in minutes. While you lift, Perch uses cameras to passively collect velocity and power data, output in real time, and store it in post-workout analysis. Perch is a revolutionary and innovative sports technology device that enhances workouts, reduces injuries, and saves time. Perch works with every level organization from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the military, D1 through high school, the private sector, and the home gym. Perch is portable, easy to install, and intuitive to use, making it ideal for every facility and every training goal. No more pre-workout setup, no more wearables, no more broken strings. Set Perch up once, optimize every rep, every set, and every training session. Train with increased precision and measure and manage your progress every step of the way. For exclusive deals and offers, head to perch.fit slash chalk. Again, that's perch.fit slash chalk to check out deals, exclusive offers, and see how Perch can help take your program to the next level. If you're a strength coach or trainer and tired of using Excel, then you need to check out Team Builder. You already know who they are. Team Builder is the online strength conditioning software for strength coaches and personal trainers. No matter what your setting is or how many athletes you're training, you can log into Team Builder and write programs, build questionnaires, and access athlete and client performance data. Go completely paperless and program through Team Builder's TV mode, their weight review function, or the mobile app that comes free with every subscription. Start your 14-day trial for free today by using the promo code CHALK, that's promo code C-H-A-L-K, to become part of the hashtag Team Builder Nation alongside with six NCAA national champions, three NCAA runner-ups, Super Bowl champions, and many other championship teams. With affordable subscriptions for personal trainers to personal organizations and professional organizations, everything in between, Team Builder is a company that puts the customer first. If you're still not convinced, schedule a 30-minute demo with Team Builder Expert on teambuilder.com and see what they can offer you. Hewitt and the staff at Team Builder are standout individuals and their product is phenomenal. Check them out. 
Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Today, I'm joined by Coach Jill Zeller. She's currently an assistant strength and conditioning coach at the University of Southern California. Prior to this, she was director of sports performance at for women's basketball at Wake Forest. She's also had stops at Boston University, USA Hockey, Mike Boyle Strength and Conditioning, UMass Lowell, Athletes Performance is now Exos and Northeastern. Welcome to the podcast, Coach. Thanks for having me. Can you tell me a little bit about your role at USC? Sure. Um, I oversee women's soccer, uh, women's lacrosse, and beach volleyball. Um, And then I uh, also work hand-in-hand with our sports scientists. Um, And, uh, yeah, going on year four now. Nice. And and what, what kind of sports science, I guess, technology are you using now? Uh, we have catapult for women's soccer. Um, we just got an AMS Apollo. Um, so trying to navigate how to appropriately lay that out. Um, and we also just got elite forum. So same thing, trying to navigate how to appropriately lay all those things out. So, um, yeah, I, I oversee the data analytics for women's soccer. And then I work with our sports scientists, to try and figure out as a department, how we're going to lay those things out. Cause as you know, you, uh, you don't want to do everything all at once. If you're going to lay it out, it's got to be done the right way. So yeah, definitely. And what, what have you found in your experience is the best way to interpret that data or at least present it to those coaches? Uh, really depends on the coach. Um, some coaches like reports, some coaches like numbers, some coaches just want to know, can I push them or do I have to pull back? Uh, and I've probably gone through all of the above throughout the years. Um, so I think, it, yeah, it, it really just depends. Most coaches just want to know if they can continue or I need to pull them in. So I would say, however, that's communicated just depends on what their, uh, what their style is. Definitely. And, and how was it going from managing a women's basketball team, which is, you know, potentially 15 to 20 athletes to a women's lacrosse beach volleyball and soccer teams, which is, you know, could get you easily over a hundred athletes. How did you go about managing that switch up? That's a good question. Well, fortunately I come from a multi-sport role before I took wake. So uh, I had that experience. Um, And they're very different. Being a a one-team strength coach, you obviously aren't spread as thin, so you can get way deeper. Um, And uh, you're involved in just different conversations. And I was a coach's hire, so even just my sheer relationship um, with her was different than when I'm a part of a strength staff and seen as support staff. Um, How did I navigate that? Uh, I think just as any strength coach would do, you jump with two feet in and um, try and figure out what's worked, what has been successful, what are some holes or or gaps that coaches want to see filled? Can I provide them with that service? Um, And then just showing up consistently, um, trying to make it to practice as much as I can. I go to all women's soccer practices uh, since I run their data analytics. Um, Yeah, I think think just showing up consistently and listening, (laughs) probably the best way to navigate that. Definitely. And how do you go about intermixing with such different cultures like, you know, beach volleyball and and lacrosse and and soccer, you know, they're very different cultures. So how do you go about, I guess, you know, keeping your your expectations as a coach, but with different cultures as a team? 
That's a juicy question. Uh, I think it's probably you have like you have standards for physical literacy uh, and that doesn't really change depending on who you work with, um, whether it's, um, you know, whatever your hinge pattern is or your push or pull pattern. So um, I think those standards stay the same across the board. Uh, they are very different personalities, all of those teams. So I can appreciate what you're saying. You're putting on multiple hats. Um, but I also think it's important to be consistent. Like when, when I step out onto the floor, like they know what kind of coach they're going to get every time. And again, that also doesn't change. Like uh, I'm loud, I'm supportive. Uh, I'm honest, I'm hard. At least those are words I hope they would use. Uh, and I'm like that with anybody or with everybody. Um, but I will say, uh, you know, you still have to take your, you are, you still have to follow the coach's lead. So, um, you know, if they want you to be, uh, uh, yeah, you, uh, each coach has a different style. So I, I guess, you know, with beach, maybe it's, um, getting coach to come into the weight room and, and support this, uh, this side of things and, and, uh, making sure that I'm out on the field or I'm out on the courts and, um, lax, all the coaches are in here all the time. Uh, yeah, I think it's just figuring out what, uh, how to best support the coach's style. Um, but I will say this past year, especially after COVID when everybody was so spread out, it's been, a. um, that's the right word. It's been a focus of mine to actually intermix as much team training as I possibly can. So during like a uh, discretionary period, uh, I'll have a mixed group of a couple beach girls, a couple lax girls, a couple soccer girls. Uh, one, I think it's important for other women to support strong ass women. And I tell them that. Absolutely. <laughs> Two, yeah. I just think like we're, we're here to better each other and elevate. And uh, if everybody, it's just a sign of respect. If you see a beach player who, you know, is changing direction in her sneakers uh, on the turf, the soccer player is, you know, booted up and everybody's doing the same thing. It's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, like they attack it. And um, it's like, yes, yes, they do. And so should you. And I think there's uh, just a lot of positivity that's happened probably the last year um trying to intermix as much as i can so uh, as much as they're different i feel like i'm also trying to connect them and uh say you know this is how we do things this is what elite athletes look like and um we all wear the se on our chest so absolutely no i think that that's great and i think it's always good to like you said other other women supporting other women athletes but also just seeing you know like a realistically we're all competitors so like it's good to no see yeah. the different cultures push each other scenes, otherwise i would say oh come on come on sure yeah, no, yeah, yeah. i'm uh everybody can come on in yeah yeah no doubt and i think that's great now you did say you know we had the sc on our on our chest and uh, what it what was it like when you prepare yourself because you got to sc in 18 Correct. So in, in 2018, preparing to go from even though Wake is a it was a very big basketball school, but like, you know, USC is like a big time school. So how did you prepare yourself for those expectations as a coach? Yeah, um, there's high standards here, uh, top to bottom. You're supposed to win. You're supposed to go pro Olympic. Uh, there's a lot of money that flows through here, a lot of support for um, resources and, and departments. I think we have the biggest sports psych department in the country. Uh, and so that's different and it's different. How did I prepare? <laughs> 
Um, again, probably just listen, uh, listen and see what I could provide. Uh, I think I, you know, relied on my mentors and my experience, but, um, yeah, it, it is different. It's different, uh, here. And I think, um, uh, I reflected, I reflect a lot season after season, uh, year after year, semester after semester about, um, what I can bring to the table, what went well, what didn't go well. And and I think that's a, a continuing uh, important piece of the puzzle. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a jump. That's that's real for sure. <laughs> no, no doubt. And what what's it like working on a big staff? Because I, I know, you know, what is there five or six of you guys running the Olympic side of things? And then you got the other four or five like, with the football. And I know you guys all kind of share that weight room and it's, you know, what, what, what's it like when you, or if you're going to tell another strength coach, like, you know, what your skill set you bring, but also like being a part of a big staff where everybody's very good at their job. How do you go about navigating like your role within the, the staff? Yeah. So there's five of us here and then, so we are all under one weight room. The other weight room is uh, basketball and volleyball. We have two guys that um, are out of there, but yeah, there's five of us and then five, uh, football strength coaches. And honestly, I just looked over like their offices are right there. Like we are connected. So yeah, there's a lot of bodies, a lot of personalities. Um, how did it, yeah. I mean, I guess I would say you have to understand the space first for sure. Cause like you're just sharing with so many athletes all at once. Fortunately we have 30 racks um, and 30 yards of turf. And so we do have space, um, but just like you would hop in any other culture, like you have to navigate the space and figure out how your programming can fit to that. Uh, and honestly, it's just a lot of communication at the end of the day, uh, communication and, and navigating uh what teams train when a lot of scheduling. Um, but yeah, I, th I think I would say to anyone who wants to come to SC, like you just got to be willing to be a team player because you're never going to have the weight room yourself. <laughs> uh, that will never happen. So uh, as long as you're willing to be a team player, there's really good people here. Everybody backs each other. If there's, um, if there's a big group, like we just had all, all swim, which is 60 athletes, like two or three coaches will come out and support the head coach. Uh, it's like a very integrated approach here. So uh, that works for some people that doesn't work for others. But that's what I would say if, if someone's on the outside looking in, it's kind of all hands on deck all the time. We'll be right back. Woodway is a company that has been designing and building treadmills and equipment for the long run since 1974. Each of their treadmills is designed with the revolutionary slat belt running surface, which is both lightweight and durable. It is specifically designed to absorb energy at the point of impact, eliminating harmful shock to joints and connective tissues. 100% of the NFL, NBA, and MLB teams and 60% of NHL teams utilize Woodway products to optimize their training. Woodway's Curved Treadmill was released in 2009 and boasts a completely self-powered manual training experience that does not require any electricity. This unique piece of equipment allows athletes to run at any pace they choose and burn up to 30% more calories than the regular treadmill. Other unique offerings from Woodway include the Curve Trainer, Curve XL, Forefront, and Pro Treadmills. Each treadmill offers features that are fit for every athlete. The silent and energy efficient product from Woodway has resulted in 50% electricity savings for owners. 
If you're looking for equipment that is built to last and will improve and provide each of your athletes an experience like no other, check out Woodway today at woodway.com. Definitely. I think that it's great that you have other coaches willing to support other coaches whenever they're out there. And I think it's always good to have everybody pretty close by, like you said, it's a lot of personalities, but also like it's a good camaraderie to be able to look out and see some high quality coaches. Yeah. Our boss wanted, um, wanted all athletes to feel like there were always eyes on them or there's always someone around. And so um, it was his big vision and push to have maybe multiple coaches on the floor, not over coaching or overstepping, you know, the head coach, but um, uh, it was his big vision to make sure that we don't just know our athletes, like, you know, at least from a hello or a name standpoint, like we're, we're available to, to anyone uh, or we can extend a hand to anyone, I guess. Yep. No doubt. You, how many do you guys have uh, over with you? Staff? Yeah. Yeah, we have two full-time coaches, two part-time coaches, and then a small army of interns. Oh, nice. Yeah. You got a, you got a unit. You got a little yeah. unit. Yeah, we definitely we definitely got a unit there, and it's, it's been great, uh, you know, building it up and being part of it. So it's awesome. And I think it's, like you said, it's, it's always good to have that around you and people that push you so you, you don't want to get too complacent, I guess. So it's always a good thing. Yeah. Now, what is it, some advice that you would give to a younger coach that is in the, the thick of what, you know, we call the grind, you know, you're probably volunteering, you're probably an intern, not making a lot of money, but you're putting in a lot of work. What's some advice you give to those coaches? Yeah, man, it's been a minute. Um, uh, I think I'm officially, yeah, at least 10 years into the field now, which is crazy to say. And it's been windy uh, and amazing. Uh, I've been very blessed and lucky, and I think I have the best mentors on the planet. But I guess my advice, um, be open-minded, stay patient, stay hungry. Um And it's also like have a moment to reflect. I don't know. Yeah. Like make sure you're reflecting because you spend a lot of time and a lot of love and a lot of heart into this profession. And if it doesn't, you know, give you a smile or, or make your, your light bright, uh, it might not be for you. So I think it's also okay to, to constantly ask yourself, like, all right, is this the direction I want to go? Like, that's fine. Uh, and it might be college and it might be pro and it might be private, it might be sports tech. I think there's so many more avenues now. Um, but I would also say sometimes I feel like you enter the field and you just put your head down. Uh, then you, by the time you pick up, you're like, man, I'm just tired. I think I'm done. Uh, and so I, I think it's okay okay to like take a minute and be like, okay, like, what do I like about this? What do I not like? Or maybe I really like the sports science stuff. Do I want to go down that for, for a minute? So, um, on, stop, on top of like staying hungry and staying patient, um, yeah, being reflective, I guess would be the other advice I ever give. Uh, cause I certainly just put my head down and ran as hard and fast as I could until I got here. <laughs> I feel like I'm still doing it, but and I don't know if that's the way to go. I think, I think you should press pause every once in a while. That's what I would say to my younger self. No, that's, that's great. And I think you, you know, I mean, you've, you've been 
everywhere. I mean, Northeast all the way down to the South, Southwest, like you've been, you know, through many different cultures and different teams. So I think that's some really good advice that you gave. Now you also have mentor mentioned mentors several times today. How would you say, how did you come about your mentors or somebody is like, Hey, I don't really have a mentor. Like, how do I find those people? What would some advice you give to those? Yeah. Um, I, I guess it's, how do you find, I mean, first thing is, you know, someone that has either leadership qualities that you aspire to have or, or coaching qualities that you're attracted to or aspire to have, um, how they, their presence on the floor, how they run a program, how they communicate with their teams and their sport coaches. Like, like, Oh, like he hasn't, I really like that. Like go seek that out. Um, and then I think also be cognizant though, like time is one of the greatest gifts you can give to people and don't get turned off if, they're not like, yeah, like let's sit down and have a three hour coffee date. Like don't expect that to happen. Uh, but, but I've never also in the same sense, like if, if I've asked for a site visit or asked for, you know, Hey, can I have three questions of your time? If I buy you coffee, most people say yes. Uh, so I think if you time it right or phrase it right, uh, I found that people really extended uh, to, to me in this field. Um, so I would say find qualities that you aspire to have uh, in those people, ask for some time, learn about their journey uh, or intern and shadow with them if, if you can. Um, most of my mentors I've worked with or interned with um, or they've done something in the field that I haven't done yet and I knew I was aspiring to. So uh, I guess I would start there. Definitely. And you are a phenomenal coach and you're a very high level coach with tons of experience and you are a female in our, in our profession. That's, you know, a, a growing minority. Like there are a lot more females in our profession, but you're still a minority. So what would you say is a piece of advice you'd have for the, a, a female trying to make it in our profession and help her and get that next level? Go get it. <laughs> Don't give him a reason not to hire you. That was, uh, that was uh, one of my mentors told me that um, back in the day, I think when I was considering like a certification or a job, another internship, I'm like another one, like I don't know how much longer I can go without pay. But, uh, but her advice to me was don't give him a reason not to hire you. So if, if you need, um, you know, a, a men's team or, or a different certification or whatever it is, like go get it. Uh, go be as robust as you possibly can. Um, but I will say, man, it's changed so much. The first CSCCA I went to when we had the women's breakfast, it was like a closet. Like we had like five tables. I honestly think it was maybe a hundred people tops. Now, like the last one I went to, it's like, we're in the main hall. Like we all can't fit. There's so many of us. So it's been, it's been incredible. Like we are multiplying like crazy. Um, I guess my last piece of advice would be also, uh, find an, find an elderly, like an, an older female in the field and, and ask her questions about how she got there. And maybe that's the first place to start for a mentor. Um, cause we also, we got to support each other. You got to support the homies, you know, and, uh, uh, the best way to do that, I think is, is reaching out and extending, but my advice to her would be go get it, go be as robust as possible and don't give them a reason to say no to you. Definitely. And 
where did the nickname the machine come from? <laughs> uh, double A. I have to ask. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. All, all credit to Aaron Osmus. Uh, I uh, when he first got hired, um, we 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 had kind of similar training. Uh, you know, I, I was cleaning. Darren was cleaning. We were kind of all squatting, and then I think I honestly, uh, I'll probably say it was kind of annoying in the beginning. I'd go into his office and be like, yo, we training today. And uh, slowly like, all right, it was like, all right, staff, we called it fellowship. Fellowship was 11 o'clock. Uh, we all trained together as a group. Uh, but before I would train with them, I was Olympic lifting with big dog or running with Josh in the morning. Uh, and then I would do something else late at night. So I was, uh, I was hitting training probably two, three times a day. Uh, and I think he thought initially I was kidding and I'm like, Hey, are we going? And then he would see me two hours later and I'm going again. He was like, you don't stop. I said, never. <laughs> and, uh, then it just, it just stuck. Uh, so Aaron Osmus. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. And that's a, that's a good story. I, I, you know, I know double A and it's, it's a good, it's a good story and way to get that respect. You know, you're just always, always getting after it. Um, I don't like them saying no to training. Hey, that's, that's a, that's a good problem to have. I guess you get, get experience it. And I know those guys don't mess around. Like I I had, I had them over in my weight room once and yeah, yeah, we we got, yes, yes. I got after and there's some weights being moved. So it was, it was impressive. Now, if you could pick up the phone and call Jill Zeller from 10 years ago, what would you tell her? Oh, golly. What would I tell her? Yeah. Keep, keep taking risks. Keep saying yes. And keep taking risks. I've been a lot of places because I've been fortunate enough to have opportunities, but I've said yes to all of them. Uh, and I, it's got me here. Uh, so I guess I would say like, keep taking risks, keep, keep saying yes. Um, and, um, yeah. And just continue. I just, keep and just keep going <laughs> keep saying yes and just keep going i think that's what i would say uh to my younger self that's awesome that, that's some great advice and i think it's always good to take that risk and, and just see where it's going to take you now what's something that you got coming up in 2022 that you're excited about good question um Honestly, rolling out all the sports science stuff is really changing our department. Um, so that's that's a big, big one. Um, I would say this past season uh, for soccer, we kind of created our first um, performance packet, if you will. So myself, sports psych, nutrition, um, athletic medicine. Uh, so four disciplines came together and we made like a welcome packet for our freshmen. Um, and that was uh, that's important for me. Uh, to see all those disciplines come together. Uh, so that's going to, I'm going to kind of spearhead that for our department moving forward uh, and see if we can do that, um, you know, for all our teams here or, or even on a bigger levels as uh, departments. So I guess um, those two projects would be what I'm excited about for 2022. Uh, navigating sports science here and what that looks like on the Olympic side and uh, navigating what I would call like performance pods uh, and, and seeing how we can we can lay that out and um, show our athletes here that we're, we're integrated. And that's the best approach, in my opinion, for uh, high performance. Definitely, definitely. And what's one way our listeners can tune in and see what you got going on or follow up with you if they have any questions. 
Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, my, uh, my Instagram handle is uh, Jill, lowercase, the machine, lowercase Zeller. Uh, I'm on there a decent amount, I would say. Um, you can get my email address off the uh, off the SC website, but it's jzeller at usc.edu. Um, be a little more patient with that. Uh, I'll get back to you as quick as I can, though. I always respond. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm around. I'm an open book. I'll answer anything as honestly as I can. Yeah, definitely. And, and I want to say, you know, thank you for joining us on the, on the, on the podcast. I know we've, you know, been trying to reach out and get this going, but you know, I got a lot of respect for what you got going on out there and it's always fun to watch all, all the great things you're doing out there. And, and, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us and, and share some really some quality answers and some real answers with our listeners. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a minute. You are you staying warm? You guys got some snow, right? We got some snow, but it's 60 degrees right now. So it's all melting. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so sunny and 60, but I'm sure uh Callie's still what in the 70s. Um no, we're yeah, low high sixties. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. Yeah, that's definitely nice. I'll have to, I'll i make my way out there and uh mix it up with you guys. Yeah, no doubt. For Come sure. on in. Bring you bring your gray sweats, we'll hit it. Heck yeah. I, I still got my SC gray sweats here from uh, oh, perfect. Yeah, double A sent my staff and I so a whole bunch of SC gray sweatpants and like uh, Christian gave me all of his SC stuff. So I got, I got some stuff. Uh, my athletes ask why I always wear those. And I say, because you get 10% stronger. That's a fact. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you coach and, and good luck with the season. Thanks boss. The Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by Play. Listen in on a conversation with Play's Global Director of Performance and Education, Coach Mike Buley. Coach Buley describes the vision of how Play will continue to be the company that will propel the innovation of the strength and conditioning profession forward. Well, after 22 years of, of coaching, I've learned that connection trumps communication and that it's not enough for coaches to know that you care. And I think you got to take that a step further. They need to experience that you care. And I've always been a coach that tried to be more tra uh, transformational than transactional. And so with that awareness in mind too, I always enjoyed working and learning and talking to other people and, and coaches and developing that camaraderie. I've always been, made myself available to the community because I remember how hard it was too to try to get a crack into this this profession. And, and uh, I promised myself if ever I was given a shot, I would never take advantage of that. I always allow myself to uh, help other people uh, chase their dreams in this profession. It's been very good to me. Play is a company that will help your strength conditioning program find solutions for all your needs. Review second best and check them out at play.us for more information. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.